This is America Matters Media at 93.7 FM, KPGF Sun Valley, your community radio station. The following is an America Matters Media production. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the station or its advertisers, although we think they should. But that's the opinion of America Matters Media. This is not... I'm your host, Leland Bagri, and we have Brian uh, working diligently on the board again. Hey, Brian. And uh, I've done some dumb things. (laughs) I'll do dumb things again. (laughs) That was the young President Biden Biden. predicting his presidency. I've done some dumb things. I'll do dumb things again. (laughs) He knew himself pretty well back then. Yeah, that was after his... uh, had to leave the 88 presidential race for the plagiarism. Plagiarization, yeah. 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 Well, we've had a lot of uh, corruption, the corrupt senators. Uh, we've had. We uh, have? Yeah. We've had a <laughs> judge, apparently. And, uh, we have now a window of opportunity to create this global reset, which we own. <laughs> There's one of them right there. Yeah. And uh, we had a bunch of Nazis show up, too. Yeah. That's what I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, they've been welcomed in the in the parliament. Did you know that uh, Zelensky <laughs> Zelensky is talking about extradition, or is, was it Zelensky or some European country was talking? Poland once. Poland, it was Poland. Yeah, yeah. extradite the Nazi. Oh, Trudeau, what a mess he is, huh? Ninety-eight years old. Did yeah. you see him cheering there? Yeah, finally, <laughs> finally, Somebody some recognition. The <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, you just cannot make this up. <laughs> we got the types. Yep. Yeah. So, so we had this uh, Senator Menendez. His home was raided, and they found hundreds of thousands of dollars stuffed in suits and a couple, several gold bars. And... A, lot, a lot of people don't. <laughs> All right, move on. Nothing to see here. Please disperse. Nothing to see here. A lot of people don't trust the banks because they keep yeah, a lot of cash on that's hand. Right. That's what it is. He saved up for 30 years on his meager congressional salary. You know, and he took a lot of wealth during the Batista regime before he, his family came over, apparently. And so... Enough is enough. <laughs> You know, uh, it, they tried to he get knows him a, a lot few about communism, ago. you know, because of that, because of that period, you know, that, that's why he's so anti-communist. <laughs> <laughs> they tried to bust him in 2016. Wake up, people! Snap out of it! <laughs> and he escaped with a hung jury. And during that time, there were a lot of stories connecting him to sex tourism in the yeah. Dominican Republic. Uh, is that where it was? I knew there was yeah. some, somewhere in the Caribbean, yeah. Man's got to know his limitations. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, prostitution is almost virtually legal there, and uh, they don't care much about checking the age on the, on the hookers, but 
Not to say that he would ever no, ever do no, anything. No, we're not like suggesting that. that. No, no, I mean obviously he's a man of high integrity. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people make that mistake. So we have gold bars and Mercedes cars, and uh, upwardly nope. mobile wife. Upwardly Nadine. mobile. Is that what you said? Upwardly mobile. Upwardly yeah. mobile. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good way of describing it. Grasping wife. <laughs> Seemed like a nice person. Yeah. He's holding his hand as they went into court this morning. Yeah, sure. For the arraignment. Yeah. She forgives him for all that stuff in the Dominican sure, Republic. Sure, she does. Anyway, the New York judge <laughs> issued a summary judgment ordering Donald Trump to dissolve his New York properties. Was a that summary the... judgment? Not didn't even get to the jury, which is almost unheard of. No, right? for a complicated case. They wanted to be. <laughs> They wanted to be certain they had the right verdict in this case. You know, yeah. They didn't want to trust a jury. No. Now, is this the same judge that has valued the property, his uh, Mar-a-Lago property? At, yeah, it's at the 18, same judge. Same judge. 18 million. His bathroom is worth $18 million. <laughs> <laughs> it's an embarrassment to the judicial, judicial system that it, she would even uh, put herself in this linkage. You know, the because... classified documents there alone are worth $18 million. Yeah. <laughs> That's also true, yeah. By the way, democracies are not defined by our bad days. By the way, uh, the Biden document case has apparently expanded. Did you hear that? They they're going after. They want him out. I'm telling you, it's after Labor Day. They got to move on this. You know, Mm -hmm. they were waiting for Labor Day, and they're being nice about it. But the, you know, clearly the. the indications are that he's not going to be the nominee for the, the men and women of the FBI and the Justice Department are dedicated, patriotic public servants. If they if they we're he, going to hear from Attorney General Merrick later on in the show, by the way, if he can't win, if Biden can't win this election, they have to get rid of him. That's all there is to it, you know, unless they want to to uh, blame him for everything that's transpired which is also something they've done in the past. The Mondales, the Carters, and that's those 49 right. state, 49 state uh, elections. Uh, that America is uh, a nation won. can be defined in a single word. I was going to put him in uh, yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, he's coming apart before our very eyes, if he wasn't already. Well, and I think that's why they're desperately trying to push him out so that they can't uh, be blamed for it anymore, you know. And, and, and there's more evidence. Ted Cruz has come around again and said that the likely nominee for the party from the, from the convention next summer will be Moshe, Michelle Obama. And Sarah yeah. Palin said the same thing. We said it here on Talking Truth to Power a few weeks ago, simply because we know that Obama has been managing this administration. So why wouldn't he bring his wife in if she wants to do it? Sure. It's, and she'd be the first black transgender president. See that? <laughs> <laughs> a trans girl is a girl. So this is, uh, I mean, and then... The, what should be obvious to everyone at this point is that these poll numbers, these, this, the recent polling with Trump up 10 points in some cases, th- these are not outliers. They're trying to explain it away as being an outlier. Mm-hmm. But this is what the American people actually think. This, this, is, this is the way they try to shape elections mm-hmm. by denying what we know ourselves on the street. You know, we know that this guy doesn't have any popularity. <laughs> 
Well, at least the half the country is aware of what's going on well, as far I, as the street goes. I think it's clearly more than half the country now. Yeah. That's what they're discovering, and that's why he has to go. Democrat. A real Democrat. He mm -hmm. spoke to the Libertarian Party Executive yeah, Committee. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they would get him ballot access. Well, that was that's also true, yeah. And then if he has big donors, you know, like he says he has donors. Is so. that what they're mostly afraid of? Is RFK as a third party challenge? It looks to me like it is. It, it, yeah. They, 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 they won't even give him protection. Well, yeah, that's right. They, <laughs> somebody actually, a... an unidentified person actually went into a, one of his rallies and he was armed, but he was, yeah, he had phony police ID, something yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he's a lightning rod for some people, well, I would think. Well, these are criminals we're, that we're dealing with on yeah. the other side of the aisle. Yeah. They're clearly criminals. Mm -hmm. Every Everybody, it's been weaponized completely. This is a police state we're looking at. So... Nothing would surprise me at this point, but yeah. for for him to be denied Secret Service protection as a presidential candidate is just unheard of. I don't think that's ever happened before, has it? Well, it, I never, I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's within 120 days. I, I don't even think it's that long. I think it's like a month or something. Once you mm -hmm. request it, that uh, it's permitted. So disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Well, if he joins the Libertarian Party, he probably won't get it either. <laughs> yeah, especially so, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, they, it's, what's also true is that the Libertarian Party will accept anybody. <laughs> these no, days. almost. You know? They accepted William Wells. It's, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> and <laughs> the know? CFR member underneath them. Anybody that they think or hope could get them that 5%. But the Greens are the same way. But the Greens are usually only on... 30, 35 uh, state ballots. Mm -hmm. Way to go, a-hole! Now, I, I, our uh, resident guru here, just uh, Eddie Floyd, just came in and said that the state, more states are trying to get Trump off the ballot. This is how desperate they are, yeah. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Yeah, that's, I, that's going nowhere. I don't think so, no, because the Courts have ruled over time the states really can't mess with presidential ballots no. or congressional ballots. But anyway, and then uh, Gavin Newsom is, uh, you know, in the news. Yeah, he's going to be at the debate tonight. Oh, my God. Who the hell cares? <laughs> he's not participating in the debate, obviously. Yeah. But he's watching. It's, it's like debate. watching uh, the minor leagues, a AAA farm team. And, of debate. course, this is an attempt to upstage... Uh, Kamala. I'm yeah. sorry, did I say Kamala? I meant Kamala. Kamala. Yeah. <laughs> We're still having that debate four years later. 
Why, if he just rang out his hair, he could solve the energy crisis. <laughs> <laughs> but he's got a record. It's not going to fly. No. He's turned California into a dump. Try, and... try replacing Biden with this guy and see how far you get. Right. Talking about the significance of the passage of time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? The significance of the passage of time. Mm -hmm. So when you think about it, yep. there is great significance to the passage of time. Oh, great significance. <laughs> great She's like uh, the high school kid that forgot <laughs> yeah. to do the essay. Yeah. So she keeps saying the, the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> didn't do her homework. Didn't study the subject. No, the dog ate it. Yep. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You know, Musk is going down to the border. She's not even been there. Uh -huh. Do you see that? Yeah. Musk is going down there. Because it's a serious issue, he says. <laughs> it turns out it is. <laughs> well, she's in charge of the Second Amendment task force now. Now she has a du duopoly of uh, concerns, doesn't she? There's yeah. <laughs> she's going to handle both of those things. <laughs> Speaking of the Second Amendment, that's something that... Uh, Gavin Newsom is attacking by raising the yeah. tax on firearms mm. and ammunition by 20%. Mm -hmm. Goes into, uh, into effect immediately. Yeah, I, that's got to that's gotta be overturned. I mean, that all it's going to do is keep law-abiding poor people from getting a gun. And lawyers uh, wealthy. Yeah, lawyers wealthy. <laughs> because they keep rehashing the same issues. Now, in Chicago, they have a new mayor. <laughs> well, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have is. a new mayor. And uh, because of all the grocery stores and restaurants that are leaving town because of all the violence, yeah. gun murders and everything, uh, he says he's going to establish government-run grocery stores. Yeah, that's the solution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gee, I wonder if we ever tried that before. Yeah. Steal from the taxpayers. Well, I'm sick and tired of smart guys. Yeah. So you're saying crime is going to be a major fe feature in the yeah. In the crime will cycle? definitely be a major feature. But uh, I mean, immigration and crime. Those those are going to be, and of course, inflation and the war in Ukraine. Because crime's going up, up, up. You know? Yeah, yeah. Seems to be anyway. Yeah. Or in the cities. Yeah. Well, you know, as far as government-run stores, you know, the, there was an old joke from the Soviet Union. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there were... I uh, know the joke. Yeah. There was a long line waiting to buy a loaf of bread in the government-run bakery. And one guy got so mad after waiting for hours, he left the line and he told his buddy, I'm going to go kill Gorbachev. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But a couple hours later, he came back sheepish and said... The line to kill Gorbachev was is even, longer than the bread. Even line. longer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but man. crime is going up, up, up. Yep. Definitely got a crime problem. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a typical politician move. You let taxpayers pay for, pay for the crimes, crimes of others. Yep. And there's a lot of crimes going on. A lot of crimes going yeah. up, up, up. Don't you know that crime rate's going up? Yeah. But uh, some of the best people are not committing crimes, like Russell Brand, who... Uh, yeah, how about that, huh? He's still uh, facing attacks. He's trying to get people to go on Rumble. If he wasn't such a populist... They would I gotta ask him. Eddie if we're on Rumble. I thought he was pushing on that, that the That was something they, that we were discussing and moving towards, I thought, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. We should follow well, up. Well, we're that. already Eddie Floyd, on americamatters.us. We're broadcast worldwide. That's right. That's it'll right. be good to be on Rumble because YouTube ain't going to take us. You know what they say in economics, the more distribution points you have, the better off you are. Oh, sure. Sort. So, yeah, that would. That's uh, BlackRock's philosophy. Yeah, right? that's right. Of course, just own a little bit of everything, yeah. and you'll be fine. But uh, you know, the UK is going after Rumble. Yeah. They're <laughs> 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 going after Rumble, and they're threatening Rumble like they're threatening uh, Twitter because the uh, safety in on the web or safety on the internet law bill just passed in England. Yes, which would it's a you know, it's... force people to be politically correct mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. So, the, you know, they may not be able to operate if they continue their stance in uh, England. But, you know, I never thought 1984 would arrive, you know, even though it's a little bit late, it's, it's arrived. It's, it's happening now. Oh, it's, it's a full-on frontal assault on liberty. No right where you are we're living in a police state and i never thought that they would just be able to cancel you like they have in the last 10 years just wipe you it's so stalinistic it's it's like the photograph of stalin with the buddy on the bridge and then a couple of years later the buddy is wiped out photoshopped out that's don't you know the Crime is definitely going up. Yeah. The uh, but one of the biggest criminal organizations is uh, NATO. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. and you know what? Uh, you know, had... only nine countries contribute their two percent. Mm -hmm. Nine of the thirty. Right. Less than a third of the countries that comprise NATO. I got some Bud Lights for us. Yeah, that's, that's, they might chip in on some beer. That's. For I got sure. some Bud Lights for us. <laughs> the uh, the attack on Nord Stream Two. This is uh, this week is the first anniversary yeah. mm -hmm. of it, and uh, we had uh, Colonel Lawrence Wilkerson, who formerly served with Colonel Powell. He did an interview this week. And he says that history books will mark the destruction of Nord Stream 2 as the as end the Pearl, of NATO. Or the Pearl Harbor of World War Three. I've yeah. done some dumb things. Yeah. And I'll do <laughs> dumb things again. Yeah. That doesn't even sound like Biden, does it? We almost have to qualify that, that little Well, clip. that's the young Biden. Yeah. yeah. He, looks, he sounds a lot older now. Mm -hmm. But uh, he was prophesying. Yes, he was. <laughs> You know, uh, Jimmy Dore even testified before the U.N. Security Council. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, about Nord Stream 2. No kidding. Yeah. That pothead comedian. Yeah, with, right. <laughs> a YouTube show in the basement is moving up. He's moving on up in the world. You know, we're available on the World Wide Web. Why didn't they call us? We need to testify. <laughs>
listen to the whole show. A recording of today's program will be available later today. Visit americamatters.us and click on the podcast button. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the program. You know, uh, recently the skipper and the professor, Marianne and Gilligan. On a three-hour tour? No, they were all... Uh, exonerated <laughs> of the Nord Stream blast. Okay. <laughs> All of them, huh? All of them. Because independent studies uh, from the Scandinavian countries, but not the official government, confirmed that the explosion of Nord Stream was deep and immense, knocking out three of the four pipelines. Mm-hmm. It required an enormous amount of explosive, hundreds of kilos, planted at a depth of 80 meters. So... It was well that, planned. Oh hell no! The the minnow couldn't possibly have survived that, that off. No. So, so I guess they're off the hook. <laughs> the explosives were get plant- him out of here. The explosives were planted most during the NATO exercises in June, and they were triggered at Biden's order. See now that's what I haven't heard before. Yeah. When those devices were were planted. Well. Yeah, there was some confusion over that. Because Biden's original statement was in January, right? Yeah. Seymour Hirsch maybe messed up the timeline a little bit because in June they had those big naval exercises right around that area, and they had naval uh, U.S. uh, boats. So that was just a cover, I guess. They would have submarines. uh, Right. And... um, you know, unmanned submarines that can do dumb things. Work. Now do dumb things again. <laughs> and they had decompression chambers. That's oh, it. Oh, isn't that interesting? Mm. You can't go down eighty meters on a you know yeah, using a small boat. Yeah, that's de- a lot of decompression yeah. chambers. Mm-hmm. So that's that's where they got them. So the minnow couldn't have been part of that. Thing. Yeah. Now we hear that uh, <laughs> Chancellor Schultz of Germany is reported to have offered the Chinese the Chinese. Eight billion to fix the pipelines. The Chinese. The Chinese, not the <laughs> Russians, because you know they can't deal with the Russians, even though they're importing liquefied natural gas from Russia. So that, Get them out of here. So that gives them cover. Yeah, it gives them cover. <laughs> oh my God, what a strange political landscape, isn't it? Oh, it's very it's strange. Just bizarre. What's happening in Armenia is really strange too, because as you're What's really happening is that India is trying to isolate Turkey. India doesn't like Turkey, so we have a new power dynamic in the world. And Erdogan is is considering leaving NATO. Yes, he is. That's already come to light. So. But you're gay, you're Jewish, and cringe, and you're not even funny. You're not even funny. And I'm epic and based <laughs> and red. And I'm wondering whether uh, he's contributed his two percent. I suppose he is. Right? He's one of the nine. That that yeah. that is up is not in arrears on their obligation to NATO, right? Who isn't Erdogan? Erdogan? I'm sure he's well, one his, of the nine. His, uh, he's, he's got, got high inflation. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm does sure he ever? Yeah. But the thing is, Turkey is situated to be the land bridge between mm-hmm. Asia and Europe. Always and was, yeah. Constantinople, yeah. In Istanbul, mm-hmm. and uh, but he's he's Islamist and he's aligned with Pakistan, which now has a military coup in place, which is, you know, an enemy of India. So India is arming Armenia. 
because wait a minute let let our listeners start to take notes at this point because yeah. <laughs> no you have to have your global be- you have to have that globe in front of you spinning yeah. around so, yeah. we choose truth over facts so now india is saying it's going to set up a trade route that'll bypass turkey and go directly to greece that's what biden was announcing during the recent g20 yeah, summit it could be yeah but then uh that will leave Erdogan out in the cold. So he's. he's it's a big club. <laughs> and you ain't in it. He may not be in it. No. And We've neither are 100,000 or so Armenians that now have to leave Azerbaijan because their president was too busy playing footsie with the West to do anything about it. We've joked in the past on whether Erdogan was one of us. Yeah. And this is. <laughs> about as close as it gets yeah well i'm telling you that the world is changing it's uh, everything is like uh, t.s Eliot uh, once wrote in a poem uh, you know the the center cannot hold and everything is flying apart and there's all kinds of new alliances being made it's the russian playbook this is right out of the russian playbook <laughs> So, you know, um, Jen Stoltenberg, you know his nickname? No. no he's the head of NATO. Mm-hmm. He's called Norwegian Wood. <laughs> <laughs> because of his rapier wit and his uh, grasp I, yeah. of, of uh, intellectual uh, ability to be flexible. I've heard he is witty. Yeah, uh-huh. that's, that's the thing. Anyway, he came right out and basically said that uh, NATO did provoke Russia into the war. So that whole... Totally unprovoked war thing. Was provoked. Way to go, <laughs> Yeah, he was talking about no NATO's expansion, and he said the uh, the Russians came to us in December of twenty two, was it or twenty three? Be- oh God, twenty two. Yeah, mm-hmm. before the war started, and. Uh, you know, they, they proposed a new security arrangement that would make Russia part of Europe and uh, get rid of and ask NATO to roll back its infrastructure, at least past the back to the uh, pre-Cold War days, or at least declare that they're not going to make Ukraine a part of NATO, you know, the whole thing. And uh, so Joe Sultenberg to- said we couldn't I'm have sorry, that. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Yeah, that's right. He couldn't do that. (laughs) He wouldn't even negotiate. That's the thing. They wouldn't even negotiate. Yeah, it was about negotiation. That was the whole point. You mean you throw out a demand, and then uh, if they come back, you negotiate. Mm -hmm. That's what Trump's the best at. I guess, can we say now that it was totally provoked? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I guess in some circles you can say that now. Yeah. uh, We were always saying it here. Yes. And it never gets enough attention. Enough. So that's why Lawrence Wilkerson, uh, and we said this here on the show, we said this uh, when Russia uh, started to attack, we said NATO will appear to get stronger in the beginning, but then it'll it'll get weaker. It, mm-hmm. it can't uh, throw itself up against Russia like right, that. Right, right. And that's what's happening. Uh, the uh, A new report says... Uh, what's happening today is the exact opposite of the 1980s when Russia was too weak and couldn't keep up with the U.S. arms race under Reagan. Mm-hmm. 
but now Russia, the NATO cannot keep up with the Russian defense industry. The Russia is uh, producing, the U.S. can produce 14,000 shells a month. Russia is at 170,000. Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> well, they don't have enough pitchforks. Russia, Russia, Russia. The reason why we think there's going to be a big offensive, one of the Russia, reasons, Russia, Russia, besides destroying the port and infrastructure of Odessa, is that they're moving 50 Iskander missile launchers to the border of Ukraine. So they'll be able to reach deep into Ukraine with hypersonic missiles. And yeah, I think know, that so, was uh, what two weeks ago we learned that 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 was taking place. Now the. Uh, German Leopard 1 tank, it wasn't the newest version, it was the Leopard 1 tank, was destroyed by uh, Russia. And they the that, Russians, were those the ones provided by Germany? Yeah, they I either think, Germany or Poland or some other yeah. European country that has them in stock, right? And so the Russian troops went out there and, and uh, they found, I think, three servicemen or four, and most of them were dead, but the, the final one. Uh, who survived, told them they were all members of the German army, the Bundeswehr. So oh, interesting. NATO yeah. is in in the Ukraine. And so are we. Yeah, we, we are. are too. Yeah. And Russia destroyed a uh, large hotel in Odessa that they claim was a command post for NATO. So if you read uh, some U.S. Army general, after a Russian strike, Look at the newspapers, and if an <laughs> army what, general yeah. <laughs> fell off a cliff mountain climbing yeah. or died in a strange helicopter crash, yeah. <laughs> you know what, what really happened yeah. to the guy. <laughs> oh, my exactly. Goodness. So, uh, the, the situation, yeah, no, I know. Hi, Brian. I'm looking at my notes. Well, I'm he, trying to find- he's got a sense of humor just like we yeah. do. Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so. Nope. France has left Niger. France left Niger, yes. Yeah. They, they're pulling out. So, like I said, let's hope that the, Rus- that the African governments, maybe with the help of Russia and China, yeah. are able to uh, show some initiative and, and Stop uh, begging. These aren't the droids you're looking for. No, they're not. Stop begging the, the UN for not aid. The, not that. the droids they're looking for. No. <laughs> Neocolonialism is basically gesfincto, huh? It's it, over. It's looking that way. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're not going to put up with that no more. <laughs> but be careful what you ask for. Yeah, exactly. Applauding the fact that they want to stand up on their own two feet, mm-hmm. and let's see what happens. Yep. Let's see how it works out. But, you know, obviously the underdeveloped world is going for the Chinese solution to their problems because they don't try to impose uh, wokeness on them. You think the they CIA don't get mad if they have a law against uh, homosexual activity? You, you think know? the CIA is watching? Not this? that I agree with that, but they don't have. They don't get mad and storm off like we do. Nope. <laughs> Did you hear that the CIA invited Fauci over to plan their their uh, strategy on the Wuhan leak? 
I bet they did. Yeah. Yes, I heard that. I mean, all of this stuff you could have assumed was taking place. Mm -hmm. But now some of it is actually getting out. Imagine an invitation to Fauci over to Langley. <laughs> I am the science. <laughs> oh, man. We have juice in the news coming up. Coming right up. find out what exactly happened to his family in Russia, but it was all just very vague. He left pogroms or discrimination. So I went to that uh, awful but lawful study, the Occidental Observer, which uh, was talking about what happened in Russia on the pogroms of the late 19th, early 20th century. And the thing that makes it interesting is that we see some patterns here of uh, what the Eastern European Jews were saying that kind of coincides with the Holocaust and what they were saying about the Holocaust. So, uh, the, uh, historic... the main point of the Holocaust industry was to claim Jewish suffering in the history of humanity was unique and therefore a unique moral and legal standard should be applied to Israel. So that was uh, uh, Norman Finkelstein, who was uh, up for tenure at DePaul University when he criticized a book by on, on National Public Radio. He criticized Alan Dershowitz, who had a, just put out a puff piece book about Israel. 
and he tore into Dershowitz and the ideas in the book. And then Dershowitz went on a rampage against him and had him had his uh, tenureship in DePaul withdrawn and canceled him. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And since then, he's written several books on Israel. He's an expert on Gaza, but uh, he's now on a, talking about wokeness because he's an old time liberal or radical liberal, no mm -hmm. time, uh, you know, Bernie Sanders type of guy. But uh, so what we're talking about there was the pale and pale of settlement, which is where the uh, pre-World War One Russian Jews were living. And this was created by Catherine the Great after she defeated the Polish Lithuanian Commonwealth in 1772. Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Poland was 20% Jewish at the time, so Russia had to take in because they occupied most of Poland. Austria got some, and there was a small rump Polish state that didn't really come to fruition at the time. But anyway... Uh, Investigations were carried out into Russian Jewish communities, and there were several different reports. Let's just say that the reports of the pogroms in Russia were... Greatly exaggerated? Greatly exaggerated. <laughs> did I take the words out of your mouth? Uh, you did. Yeah, right out of them. You snatched them from the jaws of defeat. Oh, great minds think alike. Yeah. <laughs> or do fools seldom differ. It's one of those two. <laughs> So anyway, they took over all these uh, Jewish settlements and what they had there in, in, in Russia and in Poland, I think we mentioned this too, was the tavern system where the Jews owned local taverns, which were the center of commerce. And they had a monopoly on the sale of hard alcohol. And the thing is that, uh, well, we'll get into it here. That's what they wept. They used the alcohol monopoly to... Uh, weaponized them against the Russian and Polish peasants. And uh, there were other problems. The problem with the Russia's Jewish community, which was hardcore Ashkenazi Jewish. I of mean, course. they were yeah. radical. Mm -hmm. We're not going to do anything until we get to Israel. You uncircumcised I think Brian plays that every week for you. Yeah. <laughs> So, of course, the Jews separated themselves by dress, language, and organization. And the chosen status of the Jews and, and the ethnic chauvinism was particularly harmful to Jewish-Gentile relations. So the Occidental Reserve, like I said before, you know, they're uh, very intelligent bigots because they use footnotes. And, and they're still bigots, marks. but they're intelligent bigots. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This is about the future of the liberal world order, and we have to stand firm. There's a bunch of them there, too, yeah. So this aloofness and chauvinism was also uh, apparent in Jewish economic practices. And uh, the Talmud encouraged and justified unreserved economic exploitation based on cheating and, and exploiting the non-Jews. Or if you want to look at it sociologically, you can look at Max Weber, a famous sociologist, his theory of internal and external ethics, whereby members of a cohesive social unit observe different moral standards among themselves compared with those observed in their relation to strangers. So that's what uh, we talk about the situational ethics. Sociologically. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then the third aspect of the Russian Jewish question in, the, in, in this period of time was the issue of Jewish loyalty, which also bothered Napoleon. That's why he started Reform Judaism, because he didn't want a fifth column back in France when he took off to uh, conquer Europe. And the, 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 uh, so the Jews practiced, they were limited for the most part to the Pale of Settlement, which was very big. It, it comprised Russian Poland. How, how it large of an area Ukraine. was that? Yeah. How large of an area was that? I don't have the square mileage, but the main thing was they were allowed in the Western Russia, most of Western Russia, Poland and Ukraine, uh, the outskirts of the Russian Commonwealth, which are not, I mean, those, those are fertile lands. You know, that it's mm -hmm. not like they were put out in the desert somewhere. Right, right. But, um, and so they ruled themselves through their own Sharia law. Now, I'm saying that to <laughs> shock some people in the audience because they know that the Muslims have Sharia law, but the, they're not really familiar with Jewish Sharia law, which is... Turns out there is. Yeah, which there is. I mean, they, they went to their own courts, even though they were in Russia, they had their own <laughs> courts. I think it is sort of anti-Semitic trope to suggest... When Jewish people express uh, a degree of outrage over anti-Semitism, that somehow that's a shakedown because Jews are greedy. No, we would never think. No, that. no, not in a million. Not years. around here. I'd be just as indignant to think that we would do that as Merrick Garland was indignant to think that because his grandparents had some kind of problem, that uh, he would not ever, ever go against the the Catholics, the radical Catholics. So, anyway, the accounts of the pogroms are extremely different with the Jewish accounts not being really borne out by independent researchers. And by independent, I'm saying United Kingdom, not exactly Russia's close friend, but because these <laughs> reports of all these murders and rapes and burnings and pillagings were being published in the London Times, they sent their own people out to find out what was happening. Mm -hmm. And guess what? They found out there were no mass rapes. There was no genocide. The Russian government actually tried to protect the Jews. It was mostly angry mobs that were upset because of the uh, tavern system and the fact that they were, you know, uh, being paid in vodka for their grain. I believe in cancel culture. And I believe in council culture. Yeah, and they were paid in vodka for their grain a lot of the times. They drank the vodka and they had no grain, so they, they couldn't pay the bills often with 50% usury. So they were bartering. <laughs> <laughs> they were bartering, yeah. And uh, so that was why there was a lot of resentment. But there was no mass murders. There were no mass rapes. There was no Holocaust. Uh, the Newspapers at the time, the Jewish papers and the New York Times because and the London Times, because they just copied off what the Jewish papers said, were claiming that uh, all of these atrocities were happening. And the British Say said, what? the <laughs> British sent their people there, and so did the Americans later on. And the uh, they could not find any evidence for all these atrocities. So like we have to be able to look at that and question, at least talk about what may or may not have happened during the Holocaust. That's my point. That's a good point. Okay. <laughs> and Eddie follows us, so don't go anywhere. <laughs>